what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Good, my people. Welcome into Buckets Action Network's Daily NBA Betting Podcast. We're in the workshop presented by the King of Sportsbooks, Bet MGM. I am your host, Sean Little. Of course, it's a duo today. AC went out to see his boys win the World Series, so it's just me and my guy, J Money is Money, aka Mr. Smack City, aka NBA Talk with J. What's going on, my G? Doing all right, man. Um, I had a bad start to the season, so just grinding, chipping away. Um, just never – you never give up, man. I just, that's my message to the people. No matter how bad things are going, just never give up. Uh, keep keep doing what you know uh, is going to work, man. So that's my message to the people. Yeah, never give up and never press. Don't start to change up and, and bet more units. Continue to chip away. Continue to grind on the day-to-day. Also, let's be clear here. If we give out a loser, we're losing at the crib ourselves. This is not something Thanks. we're just hopping on and firing away plays just for fun and giggles. We're also betting real money, too. I'm, I, I got to bounce back off the 0-2. I fell into the Pacers trap. I fell into the Miami Heat culture trap. Uh, but you know where it is. Make sure you go download the Action Network app, all the info, all the plays, all across the board. The NBA guys specifically are doing tons of work. Jay and myself included to get out tons of content for you guys. Make sure you download the app. Go check out all the stuff. Tons of info on the daily for you guys to find some winners. You know the routine. We'll give the play. We'll give the cap. We'll get you guys out of here. We'll look over the slate a little bit too. A little bit of a, a odd slate here on the Thursday edition of Buckets, but we'll talk about it anyway. Jay Money is money. What are you looking at for Thursday? Yeah, definitely really odd slate, but usually Thursday we'll have like two games. But I went on ahead and hopped on the Orlando Magic. I put plus one and a half in the app if you guys uh, follow me. But, I mean, basically money line minus one. It's all the same thing. They need to win the game. So give me Orlando Magic. I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns first half minus four. You may be able to get a three and a half out there somewhere, but I still like minus four. We'll get into why. And uh, I got a couple of interesting matchups, too, that I was looking at. I was thinking about bring, uh, giving out a prop, but the official first half Suns, Minus four. J money is money. Let's go to Orlando. Let's talk about the young boys who who are scrappy. I love Cole Anthony. I'm a big fan of that deal. The Orlando Magic got him at. I think that's a, a short price for what he brings in value and in leadership to those young guys. Why do you like them here? Money line minus one in this spot. Yeah, let's go over here to the streets of Orlando in this one, my guys. Uh, well, we're not going to the streets of Orlando, but like we, you know what I'm saying, I'm back in the streets of Orlando. But I like the Magic here to bounce back. They're coming off two straight losses. Now, this is the fourth straight road game for them over there on the West Coast, but they went through this last year as well and covered in a similar type of spot um, that they're in right now. So, um, like, I kind of feel like, I mean, I listen to post-game interviews. The Magic say um, right now, we're I mean, we're trying to bounce back. We're only looking towards this game versus the Utah Jazz, and we need to even up this uh, road trip and come out of here two and two. 
and I believe they have the squad that can do it um, as well. You look at the Utah Jazz last year on a back-to-back, a home back-to-back, which home-home back-to-back, they went 0-2 straight up. Overall for the season, they were 4-11 straight up on back-to-backs um, as well in this one. So I know it's early in the season, but I, I, they couldn't even they wouldn't even have to be on a back-to-back, and I'd still rock with the Magic here. Um, I just think that they match up really well. They're hungry for a win as well. Coming off two straight losses, coming off a blowout loss, Jazz coming off a blowout win. Um, I'll ride with the Magic here to to um, even up and and uh, go two and two on this road trip. Overall, they're playing the Jazz here, who's another young scrappy squad. You never know who's going to mm-hmm. show up for them. It's a really interesting matchup. I I'm a big Walker Kessler fan. I'm a big. I used to hate Wendell Carter Jr. J Money. I actually love his <laughs> game now down in 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 Orlando. It speaks to how poorly the Bulls develop talent. That's also why I'm scared to see Pat Williams walk out the door. I'm afraid he's going to go somewhere and then turn into an actual hooper. Mm -hmm. I've seen it so many times with the Bulls, Laurie Markkinen, talking about the Jazz. So there is a a lot of different spots. Let me ask you this, because this is a tough read for me with the road trip that the Magic are on early in the season. With these, this matchup, this team, both of these teams are similar in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. When do you start thinking about bounce back spots and them being on the road and them putting together a potential, I don't want to say must win, but you know they're going to show up. What makes you think they'll show up in this spot? Is it purely off of them losing a few in a row? Well, I mean, it's it's a lot of things, to be honest with you. Usually when I make a play, it has to check like five boxes for me. But uh, Jamal Mosey is a really good coach, in my opinion, which the coach for the Jazz is a good coach as well. But the Magic are up-and-coming team. They're going to be a lot better this year than they were last year, as you can see towards the end of the season where they went on that crazy run and almost made the playoffs. So coming off two straight losses, I mean, they should have beat the Lakers in that one. They obviously had a letdown spot in the next night versus the Clippers got smacked up. But um, I just told myself if the Jazz beat the Grizzlies on um, the night before on on um Wednesday, then I'm going to take the Magic. So I kind of just have to go with what I know. And like I say, I think this Magic team is a really improved team. I really like the dip that they have. And they have the bigs that can bang down low with Laurie Markkinen and Walker Kessler as well. And John Collins hadn't really looked like he's fit well with the Jazz. So uh, being perfectly honest, I think the Jazz are one of those type of teams where they played really good last year in certain spots. But I think they're they're, they're going to uh, take a step back. And that's why you just have to watch the games and notice that some teams just might not be the same from last year. I don't think the Jazz are as good from last year and I think the Magic are a lot better here and as, as you can tell by the spread basically moving minus one um, maybe even the odds makers are giving the, the Magic they're basically saying that they're the better team by having them favored by one on the road as well now I know a little bit is because like the rest advantage or whatever but Jazz didn't have to travel anywhere so they're not going to dock them too much um, in the in the point spread for that but um, I actually feel kind of I feel pretty confident that the Magic come out here with the win. Yeah, if the Magic, if you'd have told me last year, early this this early in the season, that the Magic would be a favorite on the road after three straight road games against the Blazers, Lakers, Clippers, and Lakers and Clippers, I guess potentially tough games, I would have said you were a liar. So this is an interesting spot. Let's hope the Magic come through. Also, the Southeast Division is up for grabs. The Miami Heat look putrid. I fell mm-hmm. into that trap. They're one and four. We know about Washington. They're not going to make any noise. Charlotte still 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 pitiful. Trace. Yeah, still pitiful. And then you got Atlanta, who's just going to – the they're an interesting spot because, you know, Trey Young, when he's, the, when he's the leader in the alpha in that room, I just don't see a team ever making a, a big leap outside of, I guess, what they did against the Knicks a few years back. But that's a 42-43 win team year in, year out. So 
the the division is there for the taking. The Orlando Magic has shown they want to compete. I'm not mad at it. Let's hope it cashes. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Phoenix Suns, first half, minus four. Still three and a half in the market. I'm going to try to try to get the best number, but I do. I, I will play it up to four. If you watched the matchup a couple nights ago, the Phoenix Suns absolutely were wearing those boys out left and right throughout the entire game until it got to the fourth quarter where they just absolutely collapsed. Let's talk about this fourth quarter really quick because it is something like you've never seen. For, for When Banyama comes in, goes four or five from the floor. Kelvin Johnson, two or four from the floor. Devin Vassell's four of nine from the floor. He was absolutely cooking. He played the entire fourth quarter. And then when you flip it, the Phoenix Suns just went ice cold. Seven of 20, two of 10 from the floor. Durant continues to show up and, and try to close. But I've said this before and I'll say it again. It is really hard to play ball in the NBA and run offense and close out games when you don't, you, Jay, they don't have a point guard on the roster. It's not that they don't have a good one on the roster. They don't have a point guard on the roster. I still think even early, that, that's what I'm worried about. Because when the pre, when the game gets tight, you need guys, ball handlers that are willing and want to bring the ball up and run the offense. That's something they don't have the luxury of having. And you say, hey, for everything I love about Kevin Durant, one of the best of all time, he wants nothing to do with bringing the rock up. And that's what he was getting. He was in the position last night where mm-hmm. he was, anytime they were in any type of pressure spot, they were looking to get him the ball. Off the putback from Wembanyama, the first person they look at is Kevin Durant. He runs in the corner and gets trapped. That's something that happens in the second half of most games. I think early and often here, the Phoenix Suns will come out and bounce back off a really bad loss that they've been sitting with at the at the crib. So I like this spot for the Phoenix Suns. I think they come out, bounce back, cover the first half spread. There's an opportunity and a chance that we might see Devin Booker back in the lineup as well. Mm-hmm. That would be a lift. So try to jump on this early as soon as this pod drops. But right now, it sits at three and a half, minus four. I like the Suns in the first half. I was also looking at the matchup between Zach Collins and Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic defensively is horrendous. And I was thinking about taking a a prop, PRA, points plus rebounds, or rebounds and assists for Zach Collins. His stock, stocks, uh, steals plus blocks, is also at one and a half. It was juiced up to minus 150 when I saw it in the market. But he's had his hands in everything. When he played face up against Nurkic, he had seven and a half minutes against Nurkic. He cooked him. He was two of he had two assists. He was five of, of five of ten from the floor. He got up ten shots in seven minutes against Nurkic. That's if that matchup is going to be frequent. That's something that the Spurs can expose. I, I didn't make it an official, but I was looking at Zach Collins. Go dig around there. I think there's a potential opportunity in that spot. How do you feel about the Suns' first half minus four with Booker, without Booker? You think they bounce back after coming off a really bad loss? I think they do. 
Yeah, as I famously say, I can't talk you off, uh, my guy. Um, I lean the sun, so I'm working on a first quarter system here, and I really do think once I figure it out, um, when I get this this algorithm right, it's going to hit like at a 70, 75% clip, in my opinion. It's already 2-0 this season. The first quarter system would say to take the suns in this particular spot, and it goes right there with the first half as well. Um, this could be a trifecta spot where they come out and just put it on the Spurs. Now, obviously, I'm pretty happy that the Spurs came out there and got the win. I was on them in the last game, plus the 6.5. They were down 20 points. I was like, oh, man, man, this is, you know what I'm saying? Here we go. But they come chipping all the way back and even actually end up winning the game. But actually, what I said on my YouTube channel, uh, NBA Talk with Jay, I said that if the Spurs do possibly win this game outright, then the Suns will probably come back and smack them in the next spot. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what I could see happening here as well. Devin Booker did get upgraded to questionable. So that would be your point guard right there. Grayson yeah. Allen in the horrible point guard. But, yeah, they need Bill and Booker back in the worst way. Maybe they get Booker back here. And last point, if these guys, if the Spurs keep running Sochan out as the point guard, you got to get Trey Jones in there at some point. He's the real only, Sochan is not a, uh, he's not a true point guard out there. I mean, I, what are we doing here? Pop knows better than this. Trey, that's why he closed with Trey Jones as well. Um, he's the he's the main point guard on the team. I, I wonder when he's going to make that flip um, to start, uh, start Trey Jones there. But yeah, definitely couldn't talk you off Suns first quarter or first half or full game for that matter as well. It's definitely a bounce back J spot. Yeah, it's a bounce back spot for the Suns. I think it comes in. Looking at the rest of the slate, we have Raptors 76ers, 76ers laying eight and a half, the Pelicans seven and a half versus the Pistons in New Orleans. And then those two games that we played. Any reason why you stayed away from Pelicans, Pistons, or the 76ers playing the Raptors, a team that flat out has nobody that can put the ball in the basket. And um they've just been struggling on offense. A couple uh the last game they were in the nineties. Any reason you stayed off those two? Yeah, I mean, I lean, I lean um, Pistons here, to be honest with you. I saw like a stale number of like plus eight for the Pistons, but it's not biddable anywhere. There's no really official line out anywhere. But if the Pelicans were laying eight in this particular spot, I could only look towards the Pistons here. Pelicans came back fighting down. They were down 20 points in OKC, and there was a play-in revenge game as well. I talk about all this stuff on my channel, man, but that was a huge game for the Pelicans. Could possibly, both teams are obviously on the back-to-back. Pistons coming off a bad loss, though, whereas the it was the exact opposite. The Pistons had a lead and ended up losing the lead. The Pelicans were down huge and had to exert a lot of energy to come back and win that game. I would not lay the points with the home team here. I could only look towards the Pistons. We're going to see what this line come out. I might end up on the Pistons, Detroit Pistons here. Money Williams coming back to Detroit as well. I mean, coming back to New Orleans. I, I think they've lost like five straight versus the uh, Pelicans as well. So this is definitely definitely a Pistons spot. Wouldn't be a bit surprised uh, if this came, game came down to the wire the pistons are fun the magic are fun i'm hard pressed to find a team i don't enjoy watching in the nba right now i guess you can remove the chicago bulls i have no my favorite <laughs> team my squad is the least fun team in the nba probably i'm not, I'm not even kidding you could put you could you could at least find a reason to watch every team in the nba and i have a hard time finding any reason to watch the chicago bulls maybe caruso Maybe if you're a big Caruso guy, you can get you can get behind the Chicago Bulls and, and watch them for that reason. But other than that, it is extremely tough. All right, before we get out of here, let's recap. J Money is money. Orlando Magic Money Line minus one. Either one, it's cashing. Suns first half for me, minus four. Bounce back spot. Let's get back on track on a Thursday. For J Money is money. I am your host, Sean Little. This is the Thursday edition of Buckets. Don't forget, go download 
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app, and we'll see y'all tomorrow. Don't forget it. Get buckets, baby. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.